Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Today is Wednesday, August 12, 2020. On this day in 1993, a teenager named Joseph Shadow Clark broke into his old childhood home in the early hours of the morning and murdered the new residents. Then he drove home and climbed back into bed. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. I'm Vanessa Richardson, and today I'm joined by our guest host, Carter Roy of Espionage. He's here to discuss some of the historical aspects of today's story while I'll cover the narrative. Hello, everyone. Glad to be here. The Bosco Murders is one of the most compelling modern murder stories not because of the way the Boscos died, but because of the involvement of a celebrity psychic. Now, let's go back to the early morning of August 12, 1993. 18-year-old Joseph Shadow Clark awoke from another bad dream in his bed in Big Fork, Montana. Clark had graduated high school a few months earlier. He was preparing to move into the dorms at an Oregon Quaker University on a full scholarship that fall. Unfortunately, Clark's last summer before college had been plagued by nightmares. They were always the same. Every night for the past three weeks, Clark dreamt of breaking into his childhood home nearby and brutally murdering the couple who bought it from his parents. And every morning, he would wake up confused at what the dream meant. But on August 12th, his nightmare became a reality. That night, Clark pulled himself out of bed and headed outside. His gun was already waiting in his car for him. He bought the 9mm semi-automatic earlier that summer, and it had been stashed under his driver's seat ever since. Now it was time to use it. He drove the familiar route back to his old house on Kelly Drive and parked in the driveway as he likely had countless times before. Then he grabbed the 9mm and a flashlight and climbed out of his car. First, Clark cut the phone line connected to the house and shut off the power. It was 1.47 a.m. when the clocks inside all went dead. He slid open a bathroom window and hoisted his way inside. He climbed the stairs to the bedroom that once belonged to his parents and where a couple named John and Nancy Bosco now slept. Like he had dreamed dozens of times before, Clark raised the gun and fired. The first bullet went through John Bosco's skull while he slept. 
His wife, Nancy, awoke at the sound. She screamed and leapt for the telephone on her bedside table, but Nancy never made it. Clark quickly fired three more shots. Two of them hit the woman in the chest and head, killing her. Clark stared down at the pair of bloody bodies before him. He grabbed a pillow from the bed and placed it gently over Nancy's face. Then he gathered up the warm 9mm cartridges from the floor and drove back home to bed. Allegedly, when he awoke the next morning, Clark didn't know if the murder had just been another iteration of his dream. It wasn't until police discovered their decaying bodies in the house a week later and the story hit the news that Clark knew for sure. Joseph Shadow Clark wasn't the only one who had had a bad dream about John Bosco before his murder. John's mother, Antoinette, had had one too. In hers, she would later write, Antoinette saw a dangerous machine barreling up behind her son. She tried to scream and warn him, but John couldn't hear, and Antoinette watched the machine kill him until, mercifully, she awoke. The dream felt more like a terrifying premonition once she heard what had happened to her son and daughter-in-law. Not long after the murder, Antoinette and John's two brothers flew to Montana to see the crime scene. They went up to the bedroom where John and Nancy had been murdered. Antoinette could still see faint traces of the couple's blood. She started to pray for the lingering evil in the room to leave and that her son's killer would be found and brought to justice. Unfortunately, by the time John Bosco was buried in September of 1993, police were at a loss for suspects. Their investigation was going nowhere. Frustrated, Antoinette Bosco decided to turn to the spirit realm for help. So she called in a psychic to crack the case. Coming up, author and psychic Danyan Brinkley tries to solve the Bosco murder. Hi, listeners. There's a new Spotify original from Parcast you do not want to miss. It's called Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers, and it uncovers the most damning details surrounding history's most high-profile leaders. Every Tuesday through the 2020 election, host Ashley Flowers shines a light on the darker side of the American presidency. From torrid love affairs and contemptible corruption to shocking cover-ups and even murder, she'll expose the personal and professional controversies you may never knew existed. You'll hear some wildly true stories about presidents such as Richard Nixon, Thomas Jefferson, Teddy Roosevelt, JFK, and more. Very Presidential highlights the exploits you never learned in history class, but probably should have. Family drama, personal vices, dirty secrets. These presidents may have run, but they most certainly can't hide. Follow the fantastic new series, Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to the story. On August 12, 1993, 18-year-old soon-to-be college student Joseph Shadow Clark woke up in the middle of the night, drove to the house he once shared with his parents, 
and brutally murdered the couple inside, John and Nancy Bosco. But by the time police arrested the teenager on December 7th, someone had nearly solved the crime already, a celebrity psychic named Danyan Brinkley. My guest host, Carter Roy, is here to discuss Brinkley's supposedly clairvoyant predictions and the complicated relationship between psychics and police. Thanks, Vanessa. Danyan Brinkley allegedly discovered his psychic gift after being struck by a bolt of lightning in 1975. Brinkley said he met 14 angels during his near-death experience and saw into the future before coming back to life. In 1993, Brinkley was giving lectures about his time in the afterlife and working on a book which would eventually become a New York Times bestseller. Antoinette Bosco reached out for help, and in October of 1993, she met with Brinkley in a hotel room after one of his lectures for a psychic reading. Brinkley placed a hand on Antoinette's forehead and began to focus. When he spoke, he predicted that John and Nancy Bosco's killer was a college student from the West Coast. He also said that he had been to their house before. After the session, Antoinette was polite, but privately she felt like it had been a waste of time. How could her son's killer be a kid from out west? It wasn't until police arrested Joseph Shadow Clark two months later that she realized how right Brinkley had been. It's easy to be amazed by the accuracy of Brinkley's predictions in this case, but in general, psychics can do more harm than good in investigations like this. In 2011, the FBI dug up a Texas family's property after a psychic reported that it was the site of a mass grave. When no bodies were found, the family filed a lawsuit against authorities. A television psychic named Sylvia Brown has repeatedly told parents of missing children that their kids were dead, only to have the living children show up later. In at least one case, a parent of a kidnapped girl passed away believing Brown's story. She died before she could learn that her daughter was actually still alive. A British psychologist, Kieran O'Keefe, who researched crime-solving psychics, told the BBC that there isn't any real evidence that the psychics can help an investigation, and they frequently just waste the police department's time and money. In the Bosco family murder case, Danyan Brinkley's vague predictions may have turned out to be true. Even then, his psychic powers weren't enough to actually lead to the killer. Ultimately, the murder of John and Nancy Bosco was solved thanks to a normal police investigation. But this was one time that the spirit realm nearly got it right. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Thanks again to Carter Roy for joining me today. Thanks for having me. You can find my podcast, Espionage, on Spotify. And for more stories like the Bosco murders, check out Solved Murders, another ParCast original. Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. 
Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals, like Today in True Crime, for free, from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Joshua Kern. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by River Donahue, with writing assistance by Nora Battelle. I'm Vanessa Richardson. It's the most powerful position in American politics, and arguably the world. But behind the oath to preserve, protect, and defend lie dark secrets posed to leave some legacies in disgrace. Don't forget to check out the new Spotify original from Parcast, Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers. Every Tuesday through the 2020 election, host Ashley Flowers shines a light on the darker side of the American presidency, exposing wildly true stories about history's most high-profile leaders. To hear more, follow Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.